All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. I don't think I'm quite familiar with that phrase. I'll explain, and I'll use small words so that you'll be sure to understand, you warthog-faced buffoon. Go ahead. Make my day. I make this look good. You are now listening to the Nothing But Real Reviews and More podcast. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. All right, everybody, welcome into the show. This is Movie Review Crew. I'm your host, Mike Lucas, and joining me is Aaron Kronikin. Hello. Shane Kronikin. How's it going? And Matt McNeil. Hello. How are you guys doing today? Fine. 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 Aggressively Good. fine, apparently. Like Shane. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm so fine. <laughs> Who's asking you? A cop or something? God, yes, exactly. Exactly. Speaking of cops, this movie was full of them, right? No. <laughs> not not a <laughs> single one, actually. I'm out. Did you watch the movie or are we doing this without you? You're doing this without me. All right. Said he wasn't watching. Yeah. I'm just I'm here to facilitate learning of the ears, you know? Yeah. I mean, you had a 50-50 shot with the cops thing. Either it was true or it wasn't true. Mm -hmm. That's very true. Mm -hmm. So now that we've figured out what is true and or false, um, have you guys uh, uh, seen anything in the past week? I know. Okay, actually, I want to say I'm sorry because I forgot to edit last week's episode (laughs) and no one told me Mm -hmm. until like... So that's, uh, that's a failure on two levels yep <clears throat> one because you didn't bother to do the editing and, and have the file available and then there's brent. and then shane and didn't then bother and then there's brent <laughs> and then it comes to saturday or sunday whatever and, mm-hmm. uh hey it's that usually files are not available that i yeah. was supposed to load three so days ago the thing is mm-hmm. go ahead we're listening the thing is uh, shut up yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. So, sorry, everybody. There will be more episodes coming. Dot, dot, dot. Other episodes. The episodes will be on time, is what I'm trying to say from here yeah. on out. So, and we're going to load multiple episodes to catch up, apparently. Apparently, yeah, we will have to at this point. But uh, we are in the midst of doing uh, listener requests. This is like month one and a half at this point. Yeah, we're just gonna keep it rolling. Yeah, we have. I mean, we have, we're, we're backlogged, so we really yeah. should. <laughs> we have quite the uh, the amount of of movies backlogged, so we're just gonna continue to get through those one at a time. If you have a movie that you want us to review, go to our website, moviereviewcrew.com. And speaking of multiple episodes, Aaron, you were on another podcast, correct? Yes, uh, I was invited to be on the. I want to get this name right. Retro Movie Roundtable Podcast, and it's a group of guys uh, similar to what we do, just get together and talk about movies, and they've got new guest, uh, I guess, reviewers each episode. Nice. And their shtick is that they do movies 10 years old or older, and a lot of times quite a ways older yeah so they invited me on and and as everybody knows i'm a giant fan of paul newman so we reviewed the movie the sting nice a good time good time that's awesome they've they've got a host that prepares and has structure (laughs) 
So it's an inferior show. Can he read? Yeah. He can read. I mean, it's like, it's like Mike. That's that's better in every way. Listen, you know what? I don't even care that they, I put, so this is on the back burner for me. I hate to say it, but (laughs) (laughs) like I found success in other avenues of, of things on, um, like TikTok and and other sorts of things. So that's where 95% of my time comes. Now, remember Mike like 3 years ago where you wanted this to be your thing? Yeah. And now I found a different thing. I found a and shiny just thing. Cast us and then in, and then in 3 years when he finds another thing, his Twitch stream is going to be like where'd Mike go? I mean, maybe. Like honestly, before before the pandemic, Laura would make fun of me all the time because I would like pick up a hobby for like a month and a half and then like, oh, this kind of sucks. So I think it's, a, 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 first of all, a testament to my ability to keep this going with you guys for the three years, you know? And uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Nothing wrong with trying. <laughs> <Boy>. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with trying new things. I mean, yeah, it doesn't stick, it doesn't stick. Exactly, exactly. Plus, like, I'm a visual guy. Podcasts are great. But, you know, there's something about being the visual guy on TikTok and, and, you know, creating something like that is movies are a visual medium. Right. But I'm saying like the actual creating like I, I find a lot of joy in editing the TikTok. I have no joy talking to you guys recording this. That's fair. That's fair. (laughs) Especially. Well, I don't want to say the feeling is mutual, but now it might be. Right. Wait, what'd you say, Shane? I said, especially when the discussion's about Sweeney Todd. Oh, oof. Yes, which is today's episode, Sweeney Todd. See, why can't we do movies? I'm watching or looking at the list of these retro movie roundtable mm-hmm. guys. Mm-hmm. Like Jurassic Park, Blade we Runner. We did that. You yeah, we've already done dummy. Jurassic Park. Okay, I wasn't on that episode. The Dark Knight, Predator. We've done... Uh, okay. haven't we done the dark night we no. did not i i've considered it multiple times but it's like what are we gonna say wow nine and a half everybody loves it <laughs> maggie Jill, and hall should have been recast move on yeah yeah i mean it's fine it's fine it is what it is but no i'm looking at these guys and they got they got I want, i'm interested to listen i'm interested to listen they also yep. use Podbean, and it looks like iTunes as well. So yep. check them out and where I, you can. I listened to uh, some episodes before just to kind of get a feel for what yeah. they do. And like I said, they prepare and have that a structure. Like no sounds like no fun. Okay, what do you... <laughs> uh, no, but one of the things I You read a map was... before you take a trip? Yeah, come on. Nerd? Yeah. Uh, anyways, one of the questions that was a, a fun question that we went over was, uh, what was a movie that you had no interest or or didn't want to watch? Oh, Whiplash. But it was mm-hmm. recommended and you loved it? Yeah, Whiplash. That was it. Mm-hmm. Well, I know. That was my pick. What'd they say? Uh, yeah, they thought it was a good pick. You know what list would be longer? What movies did people recommend to you and you watched and you hated it? Whiplash. <laughs> Fair point. Fair point. And and then uh, you know they did fun things like uh, if if you had to you know we watched the sting and it was uh, one of the questions was if you had to re- recast somebody which role do you recast and and who do you cast and you know it's fun to see what other what everybody says everybody comes up with different answers it's, mm-hmm. it was fun I okay. obviously because it was in the 1970s 
said that if you recast anybody, doesn't matter which role, you have to cast Steve McQueen. Fair enough. Even if it's a girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I okay. It's let's McQueen. do that. <clears throat> but they did point out a flaw in that casting because uh, did he had Robert Redford got got mugged oh. and, and got beat up, and it, I don't think that flies with Steve McQueen. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fair <laughs> but enough. whatever. Right. Right. Um. So okay, they, they, you know, if you want to bring structure to the to our show, by the way, <laughs> you are more than welcome. <laughs> yeah, put in the work. Yeah. Lord knows I'm not. See then, yeah, you know, absolutely. Here I'm. Here I am. So yeah, Aaron, if you if you if you want to have a structure and have a good host, be the host. All right, Mike, I'm in for it. Aaron is in charge. Yep, I'm out. (laughs) We'll just Um, send the episodes to Mike, and he can edit them. (laughs) I I just had a totally original thought. Uh, If you could recast Sweeney Todd Uh as anyone, who would you recast? I would do Hulk Hogan. (laughs) Wow, (laughs) I would watch that and enjoy it so much more. I would. I, I'll, I'll up the ante. I would bring Macho Man Randy Savage back from the dead. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I don't know. See, you guys are... You we guys, took a, a fully valid question and, and destroyed You guys them. are uh-huh. suggesting people that can handle the English language. I'm thinking Jean-Claude Van Damme, Arnold mm-hmm. Schwarzenegger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, Arnie would be great as you would. Todd. You would not be able to tell what the hell they're saying. A lot of, <laughs> again. It would be amazing. See, I no, I do, I do like that that question. You know, I just don't have the memory to remember to ask it every episode. <laughs> Mike doesn't know who anybody is. Mm-hmm. That's like, true. Paul Newman. Johnny the, uh, Depp was in this movie. Yeah, Mike would watch Sweeney Todd and ask his, if Johnny Depp was in it. His favorite director is Benicio del Toro. So, yep, yep, that's the one. Boy, oh boy! I forgot about that. We oh. did. I'll never forget. I'm going to remind you of it on your deathbed. Please do. Please do. God, that's so funny. Y'all know I'm going to be senile by the like, <laughs> so, like. I'll be like, I don't know who you are. But thank you, Benicio. No, you'll you'll be completely normal. That you will be diagnosed as being senile. <laughs> be like, this guy doesn't know anything about anything. Mike's so like, diagnosed no, with just... early onset dementia at 33. Dude, I'm you know, sometimes I wonder. I just, you know, my brain. It is what it is. Anyway, enough about me. Have you guys seen anything new lately? Uh, I watched Godzilla uh, versus Kong. Oh yeah, I enjoyed it. Oh, you also enjoyed King of the Monsters, though. Yeah, yeah, and made no. us watch it. Don't get me wrong; this was not that bad. It was still the oh, <laughs> the humans were incredibly annoying. There was there were way too many of them. The You're story was nonsense, which that part I can get past. Whatever, I don't care. It's a monster movie, but. If you're not even going to attempt to make me care about the humans or like them, why have so damn many? And why? What, what did I send you guys the text? I, I totaled up the, the, the runtime of the fight scenes and total the fights between Godzilla and Kong was, what, nine minutes in a two-hour-long movie? That's not always terrible. because it's the, the first coolest one. nine minutes in cinema. <laughs> It, it no yes you the fight scenes were incredible you're absolutely right but there was just there were too few and far between and the story that 
glued it together for the other two hours was horrible. The directing was fine. The actors, I think, did what they could. They were just annoying, horribly written characters. Was that seems point? to be uh, par for the course for this yeah. franchise. Yeah, but that, I mean, and and everything that Shane said is a hundred percent right and valid. I can look past it though because I, I'm not there for them. I'm there for the monsters. So am I. That's my point. <laughs> but, it's but a huge mistake I, wasting an hour and 45 minutes focusing on humans. That's true. That's very true. But I think, for me anyway, um, it didn't feel like a two-hour movie. Like, it's it's a pretty... It moves at a pretty brisk pace. And I think the monster stuff is cool enough to counterbalance the boring human stuff to the point where I didn't really think about the boring human stuff too much yeah, i was like oh cool monsters that's fair but he, and here's my other gripe and this is a big one and and this is gonna tiptoe spoilers but i don't think it's gonna go into it everybody was calling them out everybody guessed oh king kong versus godzilla my hiney they're gonna they're gonna fight a couple times but then have to team up for this to fight a, a different foe and they they put their dang uh, marketing thing around one will fall. Trust me, they're they're gonna fight and one's gonna win. And, and I mean, technically, one of them did fall down. Yeah, and tell me why <laughs> the other one didn't kill that one. Tell explain to me why. Because he's just a badass like that. Stop. <laughs> because plot armor and silliness is so stupid. Yeah, we also I, I come think in we touched on that. exactly. Uh, in the last episode we talked about this and it's like if you're going to have a, a monster movie where there's so little monster action like the original godzilla that was fine because of how great the non-action scenes looked well and and this looked good this director i i don't fault him at all he he took the story he directed the movie and it looked amazing the fights were very oh, clear, so very you wanted, visible. You wanted more ATJ. Ooh, yeah. that sounds 100%. like it. I, I mean, if it's that or or Millie Bobby Brown and and the, oh, the fat kid from from uh, Deadpool two, just stop. He's the kid from Hunt for the Wilder People. I know. I he had one good role, and now he plays that shtick to death, and it's annoying me. Oh, boo hoo! Shane's annoyed. What else right? is new? <laughs> Terrible. But. To to the movie's credit, to the movie's credit, everything is done like the fight scenes are pulled out so you can oh, see 100%. everything happening. It, it, the fight it's scenes well are incredible. Lit. Like even when they're fighting at night, like in the the Hong Kong fight scene, everything's like neon lit up and it it yeah. looks it looks really good. Um, and I will go you know full 100% spoilies so skip ahead like a minute if you don't want spoilers for Godzilla vs Kong Godzilla whoops Kong's ass and I'm so happy that they did that because As the... he should exactly yes and then the, doesn't kill the him one in the 60s that came out King Kong was the winner and I'm like nah it's stupid and then they had Godzilla going two out of three in this one and it, I, it was it was really good I was um a, a little disappointed that like they set up this at the end of king of the monsters they've got charles dance and he's like getting Ghidorah's head and they they set up this whole thing like ooh, mecha king Ghidorah is gonna happen and then charles dance isn't even in this movie and they use the Ghidorah head as like a prop 
for yeah, some kind of a computer for Mecha Godzilla. That like, how was does also that work? weird. <laughs> they they just kind of took parts of that last movie and ignored other parts, and for no reason, it was weird. Like, like the whole at the end, there were all these monsters, and then they're just like, yeah, Godzilla killed them all. Like, okay, show me. That sounds cool. I don't want to see Millie Bobby Brown. I want to see that. <laughs> right. Well, here's here's hoping because like this one did really well at the box office. So that means there will probably be more. So here's hoping that they continue to learn their lesson and give us more monster stuff and less. <laughs> the human fights were stuff. incredible. I'll give them that. We just stop with. I don't care about humans because like I want to see humans. I'll watch one of Aaron's movies. Each, I, each okay. Movie. Hold on. I found out why it is hard or the way it is. Because remember the guy that directed and partially wrote Godzilla King of Monsters, Michael Doherty, who's a mm-hmm. big ball of poop? Yep. He has a writing credit for uh, Godzilla vs. Kong. Mm. Well, so apparently they don't learn their lesson. That's unfortunate. I still, I still don't hold Doherty 100% responsible for that movie. Like He's a small budget director and they gave him a huge movie. Well, that's, that's just his fault. That's it's a, a bad decision on them, but he also blew it. Yeah, I mean, it, it is definitely <laughs> a bad decision on on the studio to to do that. But at the same time, I, we're not. We already had that discussion. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna yeah. keep defending <laughs> what Doherty did with King of the Monsters. But anyways, uh, let's hope the next big budget HBO release next weekend is much better than that. Oh, yeah. uh, Mortal Kombat is gonna be garbage, yeah. but I'm gonna watch it anyway. Yeah, we will it's not. Maybe just like not. a lukewarm pile of garbage. Yeah. There, there has never been a good video game movie. Mm. Boy, I haven't seen Mario Brothers. Okay, yeah. but let's... let's <laughs> yeah, right? Come on. Also, one big giant leap in the right direction is that they hired actual martial artists. Yes. So, I mean, at least the fight scenes will and look... actual actors. Right. I mean, I mean, the... The guys that are playing Raiden, Sub Zero, uh, Scorpion, eh, name them. They're except for maybe Sonya Blade's not a great actress, but that's fine. She's fine enough. Yeah, but Joe Taslam is Sub Zero. Yeah, Hiroyuki's oh, yeah. uh, everybody. You might not know the name, but you see the face, you know who he is. Yeah. Scorpion. Yeah, yep. but I, you can pull up like a hundred great actors that have been in doo-doo movies that's sure true. no you're, i i don't doubt you i just have i have hope yeah and all i'm saying is they have real people with real fighting skills doing the fighting not um, like the previous installments also real quick has did anyone see the sonic the hedgehog movie last year oh boy no no, no. no intentionally no why are you like i heard it <laughs> didn't get terrible reviews and um, even if it got great reviews, that's not a movie I would go out of my way to see. Yeah. It's yeah, sitting man, at ninety three percent audience score. Yeah, yeah, but that's because the audience bullied them into spending millions of dollars to redo the CGI, <laughs> okay, so they couldn't they do anything. Listened, but and like they words. listened. I mean, yeah, give them credit. Dude. Yeah, that's what do you true. like? I'm almost positive the the studio did that on purpose to make a the, bigger buzz out of it. Oh, I, 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 I wouldn't. Put it I would, yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, I would not. You know be what surprised. I mean? Like, because they knew that they would get backlash, so they were like, "If we do, it'll be great headlines. It'll be everywhere. We push it off for another year. Boom." I like, and it was like the third grossing movie of last year, the third highest grossing. I was just asking because, like, the, that might 
say it's a good I mean a good video game movie. Yes, exactly. Um, and actually, I wanted to start today's episode. We kind of got off track, and I don't know if we'll get to what everybody's seen lately. So if you have something you've seen, let me know yeah, like, if nothing. you really want to get it off your chest. Really. Okay. Um, but who who do you think has a more successful career? And this is an interesting one. Tom Clancy or Stephen King? Tom Clancy. Uh, successful how? Yeah, uh, financially. Stephen King. King. Well, I mean, Tom Clancy's probably making money from all those video games as well. Well, and all those garbage books that he pumps out like 50 of them a year. <laughs> well, he's dead. <laughs> yeah. So he's not pumping anything. Well, his anymore. estate, whatever. Right. It's got his name on it. You pretend like you can't say the same pumping out garbage books annually. That applies but, to Stephen uh, King but, uh, as well. But I'm, I'm like, the rate at which those two estates are pumping out books is vast. Stephen like, King's still alive, isn't he? Well, yeah, he's still alive, <laughs> but he's not like. Stephen King doesn't put out 50 books a year. Um, doesn't he, though? No. Anyway, I think the, he's living off of, uh, like, people just pay him to put. I was going to say, I don't even know if he's actively covers. writing anymore. I'm pretty Stephen sure King that definitely he's. Is he? Yeah, he, he oh, just absolutely. had a recent release. Yeah. So, oh, okay, because I thought for sure he was just living off royalties at this point. Answer no, the good. question uh, uh, Stephen King. Yeah, I would say, I mean, if we're talking just financial, Stephen King. Okay. Which ones do you think are better? Stephen King. Stephen King. King. <laughs> really? Okay. I think they're more inventive and, and more varied and more creative. I, I think, and this is this is coming from a guy. I do not read Tom Clancy stuff. I've read a few, but they are all I, the I don't same. read. I mean, I choose not to. I don't, yes, they, they, all, they all feel the same to me. It feels like just variations of the same story where at least Stephen King has ideas that don't always work. Let's be honest. They, they do not. Some of them are way too far fetched, but at least they're, yeah, they're but creative for the we, most part. We have to be forever grateful. Two of my favorite movies of all time are Jack based Ryan off of Stephen Pine. King stand oh. by me and the green mile. I mean, those are incredible movies. Oh, you mm-hmm. mean it and it chapter two? No, <laughs> that's pretty cool, man. You like that? That's dope. <laughs> yeah, weird, but fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I was just they they uh they're Amazon is adapting a Tom Clancy movie mm-hmm. with oh, no. Michael B. Jordan or whatever. And I was like, you know, that's that's an interesting because they both have quite the library of of movies now made. Yeah, um, like the Hunt for the Red October. Yeah, and, and I don't, Jack I don't Ryan. Wanna, you see what I'm saying? Like though? disparage like, Tom Clancy. It's just personal preference. I I prefer Stephen King. Yeah, Clancy's just not my thing. Yeah, it is interesting though. To think it, his about. books, I should say. I like his movies for the most part because those are my thing. But mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. his books don't do it for me. That's fair. Um, okay, so have, are there also we have a we do have a. Uh, uh, a, a tier of this show tier no schedule no, no. yep maybe <laughs> structure structure that's Words. the one see cares <laughs> and i come prepared because i ask you what have you seen lately and then when we're done talking about that we move into the movie aaron mm-hmm. oh in this case we don't have to yeah <laughs> and this i mean is... we owe it to our <laughs> listener to, to yes. review this movie Yes. So are we are we at the point of getting into Sweeney Todd? Yeah, I, we are. So, yeah. I think so, yeah. Okay. Awesome. 
All right, Sweeney Todd from 2007. Sweeney Todd, the Demon Barber of Fleet Street. It's rated R, hour and 56 minutes long. Drama, horror, musical, film. The infamous story of Benjamin Barker, a.k.a. Sweeney Todd, who sets up a barber in London, which is the basis for a sinister partnership with his fellow tenant, Miss Mrs. Lovette. Directed by Tim Burton. Story by... <clears throat> I'm sorry. Oh, boy. <laughs> story by... John Logan? Question mark. Music. Yeah, the screenplay. The screenplay. screenplay. Yeah, music it, it, by he, Hugh he, Wheeler and music adaptation by Christopher Bond, James's brother. Yep. The. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> See? Also, oh, hi, the name's Bond. Chris Bond. <laughs> <laughs> That's our structure. I say something, fumble my words a few times. Oh, oh wait, hold joke. on. Just before we get too deep into this, I, I want to mention. Because you reminded me with that awful joke. I thought I had escaped that by uh, going on the other podcast, but you'll be proud of the other host Health. for uh, Retro Movie Roundtable. Yes. Uh, the next movie they're going to review is called The Long Goodbye. So at the end, he said, Goodbye. <laughs> he said, My man. A pause. He said, That was a long goodbye. And it got me. Good. You know a joke nails that's, it when you have to explain it. I, that's yeah, Mike's motto. I love it. I love it. <laughs> that's fantastic. Okay. Sweeney Todd won an Oscar for Best Achievement in an Art Direction. It was nominated for two more. What were those uh, Oscar noms? Uh, best Director for mm-hmm. Depp. Wait, uh, what? Best Director, Best, best Actor, actor sorry. <laughs> I'd go with Costume. Is that what you said already? No, art direction. Yeah, that, that's uh, my other guess. It's got to be costume. I know the, the one's depth, and I'm guessing costume design. You yeah. got it. Those are the three noms, one win. Starring Johnny Depp, Helena Bo- Bonham Carter, Alan Rickman. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sasha. <laughs> <laughs> Your Rickman is spot on. No, you think Can you do it good? in any other word? Sasha Baron Cohen, uh, Timothy Spall. Am I? What? What other names? No, that's uh, it. That's everybody. Okay. Yeah, Jamie Campbell Bauer was the uh, Depp's little friend, or Sweeney okay. Todd's little friend, right? And then Jane Weisner was his daughter, and Alan Rickman's captive whatever you want to call said her names Ward. he meant names people know um, those yeah. are names that were big parts listen it's mad eye moody it's snape <laughs> it's johnny depp and it's helena bonham carter first of all moody's not in this <laughs> yeah. or well, he's somebody in harry potter i don't peter know. pettigrew get your cheese they're all the same person didn't everybody in the whole of uk star yeah. in a harry potter at some yep. point every single person Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. Really I, I worked i worked with a guy who was like i was in harry potter you know yep i don't know if you're being serious or not no if he was the guy would have said oi i was in harry right, potter moving on <laughs> uh sweeney todd on rotten tomatoes gets an 86 percent certified fresh from critics giving it a 7.7 out of 10 audience score of 81 percent giving it a four out of five correlating up with the uh you know radius of the numbers uh it's mm-hmm. eight out of ten yep <clears throat> critics consensus full of pith and grand what <laughs> 
Gwignol? Gwignol? What is this word? Hey, let me look. What? <laughs> let me pull up the tomato so I can you see what. It. It's G U I G N O L. That sounds like SpongeBob. Gwignol. What is this? Oh, okay. Full of pith and grand. Yeah, that's a really pretentious uh-huh. uh, synopsis. Holy Gu- Gu- cow. Guanol? I think it's French. It's grand guanol. Grossness. Mm-hmm. And this macabre. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Macabre musical is perfectly helmed and highly entertaining. Tim Burton masterfully stages the musical in a way that will make you think he has done this many times before. Good God. Yeah. Mm. Also, I find this really interesting. (laughs) On Rotten Tomatoes, if you like this, you might also like 310 to Yuma. Okay. Little interested. Letters of Iwo Jima. Okay. Not seeing the correlation. Borat. (laughs) Yeah, because Sasha Baron Cohen's in it. (laughs) Yep. Yep. That's fair. Uh, Grand Guinal means dramatic entertainment featuring the gruesome. Okay. We'll just say that. Yeah, they could have, but they're pretentious. Yeah. Now, what does macabre mean? <laughs> Stop, man. <laughs> Pretty much the same thing. Okay, perfect, perfect. Okay, so I didn't, I didn't watch this one, so I will leave it up to you guys to do the official review of it. Um, have you, you seen it before, Mike? No. Um, see, I do this thing where I don't torture myself by watching mm-hmm. many musicals. <laughs> Speaking of, we ought to give credit to who made us watch this. Yes, do uh, that. <laughs> so it was it was submitted under the name A Fan of Musicals. And this is, <laughs> before we get into this, this is a prove it request. So, yes. so they have a specific thing they're trying to prove. So so after the review, we'll say if they, if they accomplished it. And here's what they said. Sweeney Todd is not only a good musical, but a good movie in total with great art direction, great performances, and is the best Burton Depp team up since Edward Scissorhands. So I that. don't entirely disagree with that. Though. Yeah, I, I'm going to surprise a lot of people and say honestly, I don't disagree with that. I don't either. But the but bar is one of those weird movies uh, that personal preference is going to factor in a lot, and I didn't like it at all. I can't <laughs> disagree with the the fine performances the art direction it looks great the costume design was deserving of the oscar i didn't like it and i'll never watch it again sorry have you not seen it before shane i did oh Uh, back when it came out probably 2008 ish or so Hmm. interesting well i will uh i'm not a fan of johnny depp surprise but Mm -hmm. i have to admit he was good and and as far as singing talent and keep in mind i have no idea and have no reason to be trusted when speaking about singing talents he was fine i mean it's better than a lot of what happened in les mis yeah i mean he's better than russell crowe there's that true he was good he was good in this movie it wasn't it wasn't where i was like uh okay so he's no hugh jackman but it wasn't where I was watching it saying, oh, this guy has no business in musicals. He was good. Right. I think I, actually everybody's um, singing performances were all pretty good. Like there, well, okay, there's so, not a Russell Crowe in that movie. <laughs> so weren't both Helena Bonham Carter and Sasha Baron Cohen 
in Les Mis as a couple, weren't yes, they? they okay, were. so obviously <laughs> they have singing talent if they keep getting roles in musicals. Well, and, Sasha Baron Conan's very talented. And uh, and if you if you remember when we watched Les Mis, I was not a big fan of Baron Cohen's part in that, and not not it had nothing to do with him. It was just I didn't like his character's fit in the movie. I think his character in this fit much better within not only the story but also um Burton's the atmosphere tone. the feel yeah Burton's Burton's like weird zany like quirky comedy dark comedy kind of tone that he has in all of his movies he fits so much better in this I I liked his character I liked his scenes I like the switch that he does when when he does his reveal and it, it I liked him a lot better than I did in Les Mis I, I mean, I liked him in both, but I'm also just a huge fan of Sasha Baron Cohen. I like him in everything that he does. Um, but I'm I'm with Aaron on this. I'm also not a big Johnny Depp fan. Um, but I'll come out and say that I actually like this movie quite a bit. Uh, it is... I saw it in theaters when it came out, and then I didn't see it for a long time, and then I started watching it again. Um last night well obviously i watched it (laughs) i watched it friday actually um but no i've seen it a few times since then uh it's on my dvd shelf um but it's a because i i it kind of ticks the boxes for me because i like musicals i like horror movies and this ticks both of those in a sense Um, yes very it's very broadway like the the way that that this movie is directed and the use of um cg because obviously they, they did not film on location yes. everything is done on a sound stage but it all feels very much like a broadway production and i can appreciate that um and that like it, it it's right in that little niche where if you if you like it you're gonna really like it but then if you don't like it you're shane <laughs> well and so that's the, i like musicals i have no problem with musicals um and i and that's this is weird to me because i, I like i said it you're not wrong. It it feels like a play. I think the the direction is is fantastic. It uh, Burton keeps his unique voice while also conforming to the kind of Broadway musical style. Yeah, I just um, that's I like this movie. I would say that, but I the parts that I get hung up on are specifically Tim Burton's flavor i mean it's all over the, the it is the the whole pasty face people with dark eyes and it, like everybody doesn't need to look like a skeleton tim burton come on <laughs> and can somebody please comb their hair in any tim burton movie ever why do they all have you to know, look like that how would you know it's a tim, tim burton film without that though right exactly good I lord mean, i mean sometimes just, they just don't have hair like danny devito <laughs> true he's still got the uh pasty skin and dark eyes like it, it's, it, they can be humans and it probably would have been more effective for me had they not been caricatures like the whole this story is pretty incredible the like the i don't want to go into spoilers just quite yet but i mean let's it's just an say old i love movie. the story the story i i like the idea of this the the quote demon barber exacting his revenge i mean it's it's not a unique tale of, of uh, revenge against somebody that ruined his family and his life, but 
it's good and it should have worked but I, I i feel like i would have felt more for the characters had it not been a, a tim burton cartoon yeah and that's that's tim burton's one of those guys i think that that uh, there's very few people that are, at least in my experience are just kind of like eh either people really like tim burton and like his unique style and his his everything about a Tim Burton movie is unique. The, the visuals, the, the characters, the quirkiness, the humor, uh, Oh, you say it's love it or hate it. It's unique f- compared to others. It's not unique in the fact that every Tim Burton movie looks this way. Uh, yeah. Agreed. Well, and, I, I, and I, I agree. think if I'm not mistaken and I'm trying to look up the, the, uh, his filmography right now, but like, Beetlejuice wasn't really that way. Oh, Edward Scissorhands, yes, only that character was that way. Like, not every single person in the movie was like that. I'm, I'm convinced this is the same character from Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> and Beetlejuice was 100% this movie with a different story. The same aesthetic, the same look to the costumes, the same look to the people. Yeah, but you can't blame a director for having his... his... Liz, no, okay, but like, boys. Okay, okay, so let, his... let's... Go ahead. Batman. Batman wasn't that way. Uh, yes, it was. No, it wasn't. Michael Keaton looked like a regular person, and so did Jack Nicholson when he wasn't in his Joker makeup. Like every, everybody in Batman looked like a regular person. Batman Returns, but it still had Danny that DeVito looked that feel way, with but... the with the uh, the the sets, the yeah. color palette, the the cold kind oh of God. drained feel. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, from an like not specifically a visual aesthetic. I mean, yeah. I'm not saying that every person looks like a skeleton, like Aaron said, but but every single Tim Burton movie is undoubtedly a Tim Burton movie, and and I'm not saying that's bad. It's just some people. Hell, I, I'm the same way. But with Wes Anderson, you guys did the Grand Budapest Hotel. I cannot stand his style. I can't stand his visuals. I can't stand the quirkiness. I can't stand it. I just can't stand it. I and and I feel like Burton's the same way. People either like it or they just cannot stand it. All right, I just remembered that Tim Burton did Mars Attacks, which yeah. is a completely un-Tim Burton movie, and I love it. So he gets a pass on that one. I'm not going to blame him for it. I'm I'm not I'm not going to say he's not talented. I just it, no, he, he because, has his voice, and honestly, uh, it, going back to, to this, I think it it fits and it works within this story. I I disagree with you that I, I would no. have liked it. His his, his color palette works. I like that it was even more his, like borderline black and white. Yes. And every time the crazy amounts of blood, it was like uh, Tarantino blood squirts on this these the, it, which was great because your your eyes are so used to this like bluish black and white hue to everything, then you get these crazy splashes of bright red blood. That works. The sets, the designs of the costume, it's just the fact that See, why can't that they just worked. be people? Why do they have to be these skeletal Tim Burton caricatures? See, I disagree. I, I yeah, think, I mean I, I think, think for the I think his the, vision and his style fits within this story and it fits perfectly. And I think for the time period that this movie is set in, that appearance for people makes sense. Yes. Where especially low class broke people that they are i mean the the lack of color the the 
the crazy hair, like you said. I mean, yes, is it is it cartoonish? Yes, does it make him feel real? But that's never been Tim, Tim Burns' thing. Is real people? He he likes the quirkiness and in and like the oddball type characters, and and that's his thing. And I think it. I disagree with you. I think it fits in this in this story. I I honestly I, I think if there's ever a story that Tim Burton could do as a musical, this is it. This oh, this is I, perfect for him. I agree. I just didn't like. I don't know. Helena Bonham Carter. Helena Bonham Carter played the uh, the same character she plays in every Tim Burton movie. Johnny Depp. True? Well, she plays the same character she plays in every movie. That's true. not true. This character was significantly different than her character in Harry Potter. Gosh, bless it. <laughs> and I guess I guess uh, significantly different than her character in Fight Club. Not really. Yeah. I, yeah, she. I think you're giving you're not giving her enough credit. I think she's a pretty good actress. No, I think she's she, fine. I think she's a better actress than her husband lets her be. That's that that is for sure. Yeah, I'll give you that. But like, it, that goes back to real characters with development and 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 uh, I guess subtlety is not Tim Burton's thing. So it, it's oh, no. hard to display that that attribute of acting, I guess. I mean, I'm sure she's been finding other things. I just haven't seen them. And so I won't, I don't know. I, I don't have a problem with her. I think she's pretty good. I think yeah. she was very good in this. I mean, it, the, the, the listener that requested this mentioned performances. I, I honestly think she was uh, right up there with Johnny Depp. I, I would agree with that. And honestly, I think if, if one of them was going to get nominated for an Oscar, I think that she's more deserving Agreed. of it. I, be, I 100% to, agree. Like, and that's not, that's not to but, knock Johnny Depp's performances. Like, I think this movie is easily the best performance of his entire career, I would say. Okay. But, and, and while we're on that topic, because I had something I wanted to bring up. And, and, I, and again, I'm not trying to knock his performance. I think he did very good. And, and was he deserving, deserving of the nomination? Sure. Yeah, fine. I, I don't have any issue with it. But my question is, do you think this is one of those similar to when a comedian does a, does a serious role and they say, wow, I didn't know he could do that. And they get an Oscar nomination. Do you think that had anything to do with the nomination? Where uh, they say, oh, wow, Johnny Depp can sing. I don't. I don't think it's no. even just singing. I think it's it's a combination because there were, there was real acting on display here, which I mean, let's, let's be honest. This was a year. I, I'm going to go through the, the nominations. This was a year that everybody knew Daniel day Lewis was going to win for their will. Be oh, yeah. So yeah. everything else was just like, a, all right, let's nominate a few more people. So, <laughs> but he was up against George Clooney and Michael Clayton, which is just a bore of a movie. Yep, I would take this easy. Johnny Depp was better than that, in my opinion. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones uh, from In the Valley of Ayla or Ela, which yeah. was actually a very good movie. But yep. Depp was but better. It, but ultimately a forgettable movie and performance, honestly. I couldn't, uh, I, the I only one I would argue. I forgot that movie existed until you yeah. brought it up just now. I like that movie a lot. Anyways, um, this is this one here. Viggo Mortensen and Eastern Promises. I would oh, put that yeah. above Johnny Depp. 100%. I'd put that above Daniel Day-Lewis for that year. <laughs> but anyway, I, I don't think it was just kind of a gimme of a nomination. I thought he was I don't either. very, very I, I, good. My, my question was, do you think that had – do you think that gave him momentum? Like, it, like you see a lot of times for those comedians that do – the serious roles like the, the Robin Williams, the 
where it's a shock to people and it gives them like, it kind of gets noticed and gets his name out there and gets more momentum rolling for the Academy Awards. Maybe, no, I don't, probably. It's hard to say. I, I don't think it really did because it, I mean, it's a musical. You expect the people that you're casting to be able to sing. I don't, Not I don't think necessarily. that was like a, it's Tim Burton casting Johnny Depp. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he would cast him it's no Tim matter Burton what. casting all of his people. Let's be honest. Right. Like, uh, that's, so that's, this, that's a good point. Was, I mean, if before you saw this movie, if it was 2007 and you heard Tim Burton was making a musical, you'd say, okay, yeah, that story fits him. But these people? Uh, but he nailed it. I, I, again, I'm not trying to take away anything from Johnny Depp. He was fantastic. Yeah. I personally am a fan of Johnny Depp. I think he's an incredibly See, talented actor. I am not because normally you said that was the reaction to that. That's my reaction anytime I see a movie with Johnny Depp. I'm like, uh, with that guy? <laughs> See, I, can, I, I disagree. We, we, we're, we're on I, opposite ends on Depp. I, I kind of put uh, talented. I, I consider Johnny Depp to be like a uh oh crap what's that guy's name um mm-hmm. the dude who always does a silly voice i can't think of his name it's it's blinking on me tom hardy yes he's like a poor man's tom hardy um where every every movie that he does he's he's just putting on a silly voice and a hat <laughs> yes yes mostly that's tim burton's fault <laughs> you see and and that's a i love when johnny depp does real people one of my favorite right. performances um, was uh uh black mass he was amazing in that uh donnie brasco he was fantastic in that and he's playing real human beings here's I a wish quiz. He would do that more there's only one right answer to this question <laughs> oh boy what is johnny depp's best movie johnny sweeney todd best, oh it's not sweeney todd platoon <laughs> no well, that's a good answer <laughs> or actually wait, wait 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 no no no. i take that back it's a nightmare on elm street oh it's rango no Nobody would say that. We need to review I, yeah, that. I I that movie is incredible. It, it, I, I enjoy Rango, but <laughs> I would, a animated movies are very tough to review. We've tried that; it didn't work. But this uh, one has more actually, to talk about because of how they did it. I I, I mm-hmm. think Rango. Yes. 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 They uh, like to keep it short. They did like real life acting and shot it with yes. like a little crappy camera, and then animated two of that. Yes, it's uh, pretty fascinating. I think the process would be interesting. Yes. It would be fascinating to talk about more so than the animation, I guess. But yes, um, are, are we still talking about his best movie? Because in all honesty, I think it's probably the first Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes, one hundred percent. I will that, honest, that is a good I, contender. I, I will defend that. that performance. Yeah, because because it did become a parody of itself, and you mm-hmm. know it's the Halloween costume that everybody did back then, and and back the then, sequels still. were kind of a mess. But that performance was so unique and creative at the time. I will defend that performance. Yeah, you know what? Every I'll give day you that. of the week, I'll give you that. I the the first Pirates probably is his best movie. Yeah, with without a doubt, without a doubt. Who uh, he actually teamed up with him. Um, go the director. Uh, teamed up with Johnny Depp again. It's Gore Verbinski. He teamed up yes. with him for uh, Rango. Yeah. <laughs> and Sorry, didn't... I, just, I just wanted to come full circle. Um, and <laughs> the Lone Ranger. Yes. That yeah. was a terrible oh. movie. That was, that was bad. <laughs> yeah, why'd you bring that up? Um, <clears throat> I don't know. So, so here's another thing I wanted to talk about. I, I had that Johnny Depp question and, and then this. And, and this was one of the big de- 
detracting points of this movie for me. Typically, when I watch a musical, there is one or a few songs that just stick with me and they're they they're catchy and they're you know i'm humming them or whatever i'm i'm playing them on uh, finding them on youtube and playing them again was there a song like that in this movie yes. because there yeah, were no songs in he, this movie that that stuck with me he and alan rickman singing the song about beautiful women twice they sing it mm-hmm and that's that's one. the the whole that whole song the black that he does pit. when he's singing to his uh razors that's a good one uh um, just just when he first sees london when the, when the, the the naive young boy's like oh there's no place like london and then he's talking about how it's just a a black pit where all the worst of the people come to exist i mean that's a i thought the i thought a lot of the songs were catchy and good uh, even even uh, Helena Bonham Carter's song about her meat pies, how they're disgusting. She's telling him a whole song about how terrible her cooking is. Well, and there's the there's the whole like the best song in the movie, in my opinion, anyway, is the one where they're talking about people like their food. Like that's the yes where where they where they have that revelation. It's like oh, it's priest. And and that's the, a little that's priest. My point is the songs are very well written. They are funny they're dark they're they they're performed well but i didn't i don't remember any of like i can't hum them i can't you know oh, the, none I of can't. the lines are memorable to me i i watched it last night i couldn't tell you i could tell you what the songs are about like you just did but i couldn't i couldn't tell you a line they're just not they don't stick with me and again like i said this this is a weird movie because i think it's incredibly well done it's just on a on a personal level i didn't enjoy it it just didn't resonate with me and that i know that's a lot of that's just me and my personal preference but unfortunately that's the case and you know that's that's half of what a movie is is personal preference um you know as far as your your enjoyment factor there's you know there's the the actual movie making part of it and then there's whether or not you enjoyed it and (laughs) part of a big part of that is i prefer more up be fast-paced musicals um i mean hell yeah i, I gave little shop before is a 10 because that's just so <laughs> damn well that fun. is a perfect movie there well, is sure. zero fun in this it's this just not no fun. newsies but it's fine yeah, right? <laughs> right? or or um uh hamilton incredible I mean, just catchy I mean, it's tunes. No it's upbeat. The it's fast paced. It's fine, <laughs> right? I want. That's what I want in music. I want to have fun. I want to enjoy it. And this was just. It was. It was just too dull. It was just. It was. It and it came across as lifeless. I think I wanted more. Well, that's because I, I they shouldn't say everybody. I wanted more upbeat because I wouldn't fit with this. I, I just prefer by, more. Upbeat. By the end of the movie, everyone's dead. So yeah, you're right. It is lifeless. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Literally. I mean, it, yeah. It's just. I. So I guess that that's those are the things that kind of turned me off. It, it's just a preference thing. Yeah. But uh, Aaron, you wanted to talk about the story. Um, yeah, I think it's. Uh, I guess it's not all that unique and it's not like this new thing but it's it's a revenge story uh, trying to get revenge against the guy that destroyed this guy's life but so basically this judge falsely accused and imprisoned him for whatever just to get to his wife to, to Sweeney Todd's wife or, or Benjamin Barker's wife and the whole time you're under the impression that 
his wife is dead and he's trying to get revenge. And then at the end, when he, he kills that old beggar lady and it turns out that's his wife. I mean, the whole ending is, I think is an incredible way to wrap up the story. Oh, and just sure. the, just the visuals of him dying with his wife dead in his arms. That's a fantastic ending. That is a good last shot. That is a great last shot of the movie. And all and the shots like, in this movie are good. I, I like the, I won't argue yet. You're 100% right. The ending was fantastic. The visuals was fantastic. It had that kind of like Shakespearean uh, mm-hmm. tragedy feel to this whole, this whole thing. And, and I can, I appreciate everything about this. I don't want it to come across like I hate this movie because I don't, I really do appreciate a lot of things about it. It's just the enjoyment factor. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, and and I I can definitely understand where you're coming from because there are a bunch of musicals that I would watch again before this one. Yeah, but I still find myself name coming back fifteen. To the, I, don't want to... <laughs> uh, I can I can name I can name like three. <laughs> I can uh, name Lame His. Oh yeah, that... you're right. I can name four. I can name four. Oh god, that'd be um, a rough one to choose. Mama Mia. Oh, probably yeah, that. I don't know. No. About, I don't know about Mama Mia. No, no. I'd, I'd, I'd watch. The, I'd watch the new Cats uh, movie. Oh mm. God! <laughs> I would, I would rather shoot myself in the head. Uh, but like, I would watch Les Mis, Tenacious D, uh, Little Shop of Horrors, easily. South Park, Hamilton. Mm-hmm. South Park. It's not, Hamilton's <laughs> not quite bigger, longer, and uncut as a musical. I don't care it, what it, anybody says. Yeah, that. okay, I'll give you that. Hamilton's a, a recorded play, I guess. But yeah. Also, yeah. I would. Um, <clears throat> I never watch Late Mans ever again. No, never, <laughs> never, <laughs> never. never. I mean, that hey, show me the the movies at the bottom of our list. I'd watch them before Late Mans. Oh, stop. See, that's. I think now. all. Dreamscape? That's one of the greatest. Yep. What? <laughs> You're lying. No, I'm not. I'm dead serious. I didn't mind that. I mean, it was silly. Three from hell. (laughs) Got him. Got him. You got me. Okay. (laughs) That doesn't count. That doesn't count. Rob Zombie movies don't count. Anything else. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Um, Um, uh, But before we go on and before we do anything else and like rating all that things, uh, whoever a fan of musicals is, I, I do think they proved it. And I think Everything oh, they I, said yeah. is correct. Mm-hmm. It all just comes down to my enjoyment factor. For sure. For sure. Are we at the point where we want to rate this then? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Who wants to go first? I'll go last. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll go first since it was technically, I, I chose this listener pick. Um, so I think I'm right. I'm right in where the, the reviewers put it. I'm going to give it a seven, seven, five. It's a very good movie the rewatchability isn't as there for both horror movies and musicals. Like there's a bunch of movies that I would watch again before this one, but I still find Mm -hmm. myself coming back to this movie every couple of years. Um, If you haven't seen it, you definitely should. It's a very well-made movie, Um, but yeah, seven, seven, five for me. Solid. Okay. Uh, I agree that listener definitely proved what he or she was trying to prove. But that doesn't mean I love the movie. Uh, I think it was good, not great. I, I'd give it a 6.75. A lot of my hang-up is just the Tim Burton-ness of it. <laughs> yeah. But 
some of that Tim Burton stuff worked. The the muted, nearly black and white color palette, the the quirkiness of it all in a story of this type. But yeah, six seven five. I I would recommend it to people that like musicals though, because again, six, I have I don't know anything about singing talents, but I think Johnny Depp was good. Six seven five. Yes. Mm, interesting. Okay, um, Shane. Yeah, I would absolutely recommend this to people that are fans of Johnny Depp, Tim Burton, musicals in general. I think most of those people can find something to appreciate in this or to enjoy. Um, I'm just not one of them, and and in this this score is going to feel low. Um, but like I said, I do I I appreciate. I shouldn't say I, I'm not going to say I liked a lot of things because I didn't. I appreciated a lot of things about it. It was deserving of all of its Oscar nominations. I I, I have no qualms with that. Um, I think the tone of the story fit Tim Burton. I don't even have any qualms with that. I, it's just it wasn't fun or enjoyable, and that's how I like my musicals. And I, it felt long to me because of that. So I'm giving it a five and a half. Oof. I know, and I feel like that's low, but that's like honestly, I can't go five higher. and a half. Interesting. I can't five for the record. Five and a half is a C minus. Yeah, yeah, and that's what it, that's where it's. At. I just okay because I won't, sure, I wouldn't yeah. choose to watch this again. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so at a five and a half, the final score is six, six, seven. Ah, uh, we were all just missed it. I mean, well, it I, is. I think six, it's six, 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 six repeating. repeating. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, that's yeah. that's fitting. We yep. did that on purpose. Yep. Mm-hmm. Look at us. Yep. Look at us. Uh, so let's play the demon barber, yeah. and <laughs> and that is a C plus, a six, a six, six, six yes. is a is a C plus. That's the most metal movie we've ever done. <laughs> okay, let's try all the other metal movies that have six, six, seven. This or How the Grinch Stole Christmas? Oh, oh this, that's metal. this, hundred percent. This. Oh my oh, god. I'd, also, I'd watch Grinch all day. I how would. About, how about this other metal movie, uh, The Sound of Metal? <laughs> I would also watch this. I was. I have very similar feelings about this. Uh, so neither, because they're both bit. ones that I appreciate immensely, right. but what can't do, stand but, yeah. very much. Makes sense. Uh, oh, here's another one, probably on your list of that chain, The Lobster. Oh, this. Oh god, Ooh, no, I just, I just plain hate that one. Uh, so this, uh, The Highwayman. Oh, that Ooh, easy this. all day. This Overlord. Ugh. Overlord. Oh, hey. I, I, I would watch Overlord again. That movie was fun. Overlord all day, and I'm clo- I'm not I'm not on Matt's side, but I'm closer to his side than, than no. I think it was. That was that was a fun movie. Come I on. I think I think if I now that I know what I'm getting into going into it, I I'm, might enjoy Overlord. Yeah. I didn't realize how cheesy it was going to be. Yeah, that's on you. Did you read the synopsis? <laughs> I mean, we all knew it was Nazi zombies, but they—I felt like they took it very you, you seriously, it be, yeah. and then it gets wild. Yeah, that's that's fair. It, and it's, I'm like, it's, I, it's just kind of the the yeah. I love that movie start to finish. Tones. Uh, this or Tombstone. Yes. Tombstone, easy. This. Mm. <sighs> Tombstone, just by the narrowest of margins. I'll be your uh, hacksaw. Huckleberry. Hacksaw. <laughs> Hacksaw Jim Duggan. <laughs> yep. Uh, the last one at 6.66 is Lawless. Lawless. Oh, easy. yeah, that definitely. All right. Poor man's Tom Hardy versus actual Tom Hardy. 
Wait, I mean, come, let's be real. If if anybody's the poor man of anything, Hardy's the poor man Depp. Right. What? That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying Hardy's not better. I'm saying Depp's immensely more popular. That's fair. That's a good point. <clears throat> or try this. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we never even real, touched real quick, on that. Real quick, there's a scene in this movie where, uh, and it's my favorite scene, it's like 30 seconds long, where they show Alan Rickman and he's in the courtroom doing oh, his God, yes. stuff. And he's he's talking to this prisoner and he's sentenced him to death and then it cuts over and it's just this like eight-year-old kid. Yeah, it was a great, <laughs> great scene. He's talking about how he's, he's a, a repeat offender and you got to get him off the streets and he sentenced you to hanging until you're dead. And it's this little kid. And, and and Alan Rickman is, as always, his delivery is just perfect. Right. Um, okay, so we have l- almost no time left. Any final passing words? Nope. Uh, no, thank you for the suggestion. Yeah, good uh, request. Yes. <clears throat> if you proved what you proved. I just didn't enjoy it as much as I, you did, which happens. Yep, fair enough. Uh, okay, so go to our website, moviereviewcrew.com. If you want us to review a specific movie, you can request it right on our homepage. We're going to, I think we're just going to continue to go with this until we uh, get tired we, of it. Yeah. We, until we <laughs> stop. Obviously yeah. that's how yeah. it works. But uh, okay. we are taking a break next week to do Mortal Kombat because that's one that's, uh, it's going to be a new movie and we're all looking forward to it. Yes, at least yep, absolutely. most of us. And check out the guys at retro movie Roundtable. Their podcast yeah. is great. They were nice enough to invite me on there awesome and check out our episode overlord it's one of our best ever you guys were fantastic in that oh i gotta hate you also check out what was the episode last week that we didn't post (laughs) grand budapest (laughs) hotel yes check out the episode of grand budapest hotel tell your friends yep hey guys oh big golfs huh all right well see you later Good day, sir! You're a... Sir, I said good day! Yeah. See ya. Hasta la vista, baby. This has been the Nothing But Real Reviews and More podcast. A special thanks to Jordan Binder. Yeah. Linger, man. Yeah, totally. Linger. Hardcore.